Over 20 years ago, I had just done a great crusade in Cuba, lots of miracles, lots of wonderful things happened, and I flew into Miami and preached at this wonderful church that was a partner of ours, still is, and uh, God gave me a tremendous message called, Who Do You Say Jesus Is? And uh, I ministered it. It's helped so many people around the world since then. And when I go back and look at all the miracles I've had around the world, you're familiar with my hitchhiker story with the guy shot at me five times, the bullets didn't hit me. Uh, you're familiar with when my wife Jackie, the doctor, told her all her life she couldn't have children. We had four. All the miracles we've had is always comes back to who do we say that Jesus is. So uh, I want to make this available to you. It's available to you for $25, or if you partner with us for any amount whatsoever monthly and we'll send it to you for free and bless you with it but this uh, legacy series has four messages on it that god gave me around the world different countries different places that'll bless you and help you and this great message who do you say jesus is is uh, one of those messages god bless you you're more than conquerors so all of heaven is watching the earth all the time looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Everybody, God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast, More Than Conquerors. Happy New Year. <laughs> we are so glad that you have joined us. And uh, my goodness gracious, we, you know, we're just here to minister to you, help you, talk to you, let you listen in to what we're saying and uh, just enjoy the goodness of God. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening uh, by podcast. Uh, we're just here to help you know how more than conquerors to be. And so that's what it's all about, isn't it, darling? Amen. That's been the theme of your ministry for how long? Oh, my goodness. Ever since Decades. I remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember when I first got into the Word of Faith and started, you know, declaring the Word and, and agreeing with the Word and making declarations about the Word. Right. I remember my pastor back in Midland, Texas, came to me one time and said, and just patted me on the arm and said, uh, Oh, it's just victory, victory, victory all the time, isn't it, Terry? And I said, absolutely, it is victory, victory, victory all the time. <laughs> oh, and, I uh, know. Pa Pastor stood in the pulpit and said, you know, Terry believes in all this positive confessions and things like that. And said, he just thinks you can say, give me, give me, give me, and God will give you a Cadillac. And uh, next time I came to town, I was driving a Cadillac God gave me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we found out a few things in the last, what, 54 years? 54 years. Coming up here uh, this year, and we have... Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I'm telling you, God has seen us through. Amen. And we are so grateful for that. As 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 we begin one year, look back on not just last year, but many of you, as we do, I mean, I reflect on my whole life of where um, my faith has brought me to. Sure, of course. And how we got here. And we were talking, I think, on another podcast uh, broadcast that we were uh, just amazed at um, the beginnings of how we we began in our each of our marriages, sure, and then uh, 
how we have seen God through all the years just be faithful yes. and help us from year to year. And then raising our children, uh, Terry and Jackie and Dean and I, and it was just absolutely miraculous. I mean, that that with all the human error involved, that you still, as we were saying earlier, learning, you know, the word of faith yes, and learning how to uh, get into the things of God. And so, Terry, that's just so important for people to um, really count the blessings of God, be able to count the work of oh, count, count all the good things that God has done. Absolutely. You know, thank God for so, showing us the word and we understand the word and, right. and are learning more about the word. And, right. and uh, you know, we, 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 would, we served God all those many years. Right. From the time we were kids. Right. Not knowing the word of faith. No, not right. knowing what we know now. Mm. And we were quite willing to serve God in poverty. <laughs> we were quite willing to serve God in sickness. Yeah. We were quite willing to serve God in you know, the Apostle Paul said, I know how to be abased. Right. And I know how I know to how abound. abound. You yeah. know, and he said, I know how to live in the basement. So we, we knew how yes. you and Dean and Jackie and I, I mean, we went to be missionaries in Mexico. My church told right. us we'd be poor and sick and die. And so we figured they must be right. And you went off to Bible school and your church told you you'd be poor and sick yeah, and die. And you know, you they just felt sorry that. for you when and you went felt, to Bible so yeah, college. When you said, I'm going to Mexico or I'm going to Bible college, that's oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, that's how it went. we passed, right. we passed Renee, the poverty test. Yeah. That seems yeah. to be easier to do. Now, a lot of preachers get in trouble because they, they, they pass the poverty test okay, but they fail the prosperity test. Right. And uh, we've been very careful not to fail the prosperity test. Thank God for prosperity. Thank God yeah. for blessings. But, you know, God's still God, and uh, we, we still know where our needs end and our greeds begin. And I can still walk in one end of a mall and out the other end and be amazed at all the things they've got in there I don't need. That's right. And I know where our needs end and greeds begin. Well, that's right. And, you know, we've always tithed. Oh, always. And we've always given. Always, always, and, always. Um, you know, the, the finesse of handling the blessing of God. Um, I, I know you wanted to talk today about the, the concept of how each month represents like a check in your checkbook. Sure. And that how you spend that. And the Bible, I look, I was looking at some things in Proverbs the other day and in the book of Ecclesiastes. It is amazing how very careful we're to be as Christians. And when you're young, you know, uh, looking back on, I, there was just such a cavalier attitude about everything. Oh, like when you're you said. young, you think you're going to live forever. Yeah. You and, can't have an accident. You can't get hurt. Right. And <laughs> even even among the Pentecostals, when we were, weren't were taught faith, uh, we were taught faithfulness. Sure. And we, will ta we were taught the well, power of God. Renee, yeah. so vitally important. Right. And, How many times have you heard yeah. me say, God honors faithfulness? We, we lived to, off We go of, into a church when our partner churches that. and that I've been to for many, many, many years and somebody will come up and walk and say, oh, Brother Terry, it's good to see you again. And I recognize them from having been there so many times. Right. I'll just tell them, you're a faithful Christian yeah. and God honors faithfulness. Boy, that's right. I mean, it just is, it's heartwarming to me to look back on my upbringing among wonderful, godly, oh, yeah. Pentecostal oh, yeah. people that were so faithful to the work of God, Terry. Absolutely. They were so faithful every Sunday, week after week, year after year. Sure. They came in that building. They taught those Sunday school classes. Sure. They taught the youth services. They sang in the choir, you know, and nobody was teaching anybody uh, how to be uh, prosperous or healed all the time. Uh, it was just we were going to serve God anyway. We were willing to serve God, right. you know, if, if – 
if this didn't work, we're still willing. Yeah, if this right. didn't work, no, we're still didn't serve work, God. That's right. You know, but it does. And and what you know, Job said, though God slay me, I'll still yeah, trust him. We, no we feel the same way. We know he won't because he right. doesn't do that. But if he did, we'd still love him. Well, that's really true. And, and I just felt like in, in, in 22, as we are getting ready here to take on the year, that there is um, a, a real sense of quality that God wants to work in everyone's life to help you make better choices, yes. to help yes. you generate a higher level of intelligence and thinking from the Word of God that you begin to use. Uh, I think what I what I would call high value vocabulary increase that so that you don't just talk all the time in the vernacular or street <laughs> vernacular, that you really have something to say from off the pages of this book. Yeah, and that's how we learned the word of faith was from the Bible, what Jesus said, what the prophet said, what, what Paul and James and John all had to say. We took those words and we bathed our soul in them and we began the to have the, the water of, the, of word. the word and we began to renew the mind and then guard your mouth, guard your heart, and say things that would be pleasing to the Lord. And it creates, Renee, it creates consistency. It does. You know, the it word does. tells us, in your patience, possess you your yes. soul. Yes, what look a great up that, verse. If you look up that word patience, it actually means consistency. Consistency. In your consistency, yeah. possess you your soul. You'll possess uh, your don't soul. Don't be an up and down Christian, up and right. down, up and You know, when I was a kid, I used to I used to call some of the folks <laughs> in my church a yo-yo Christians. Right. Because I'd see them one day and they were up. Up, and one day they were down. They were just like a yo-yo up and down. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say, how you doing today, Brother <laughs> brother Jones? They'd say, oh, I'm on the mountaintop. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. See him next <laughs> Sunday and say, how you doing today, Brother Jones? Oh, I'm just down in the valley. And I tell yeah. you, I got this back problem. And I, you know, and, and so they're up one Sunday, down the next. And yeah. I, what the Word taught us was to be consistent. Right. To be stable. Right. No, no mountaintop, no valley, just level, continuous, consistent. Victorious yeah, living for God. And we put ourselves in a position, Terry, to sit under the teaching of men and women regularly oh, that had gone on before us. Oh, yeah. And and it took me a while to get, as a woman, to get hold of the emotional realm. Uh, because, you know, women t tend to, uh, this is only general, but um, to, to me it seems like the emotional realm, I mean, even from Eve on down, <laughs> that is the moment of ten of faith where uh fear or faith and you're tempted to you know oh my goodness what are we going to do you know the the overreaction and um it, it's just it was took a while for me to get hold of that and not just panic uh about things initially and and it would take me shorter and shorter periods of time to get hold of my thoughts mm -hmm. and get hold of my emotions and so it's a learned behavior would yes, you agree of course no, i yeah. mean you don't you don't just Take a pill or put a nickel in or, or buy a set of cassette tapes or, you know, uh, CDs and you learn overnight. No, it's something that you have to practice, as we were talking about, through faithfulness mm -hmm. and through constant. Well, because faith demands action. Yeah, it does. And people have, don't realize, you know, the, the time that it takes and the quality of life that God's trying to bring you to, the, the quality of life is so much higher. The quality of intelligence and thinking is so much far above where the natural man thinks that it takes time to bring you to that place. And so in order to take on a new year, yes. a new 12 months, mm -hmm. a new and higher 
you know, d just a, a, another level of in, a, in, a, in your ability to handle what's going to be thrown at us in 22. You know, I mean, no, we got to have that. We got to have the power. You know, as I've said so many times, you referred to it a little bit ago, that every year, yeah. every year, every year, and in January, <laughs> God hands believers yeah. a checkbook. That's right. A brand new checkbook. Man only has 12 checks That's in a it. good way to tell and it. They're labeled January through December. That's right. And then in those 31 days in January, we, we spend that check. Right. And once it's spent, it's gone. You, can, sure you can't is. ever get it back. I never mean, I mean, when, when when one day is ripped off the calendar at midnight, uh, you can never get that day back. It's Isn't gone into history, into the annals of time, and you start with a new right. day. And so God gives us a check for January, and then we look back and say, "How did we spend that check?" God looks right. back and say, "How did they spend that check? What did right. they do with what they had?" And then there's a check for February, for March, for April, sure. all the way through. And we just finished the year 2021. And and uh, you and I had, you know, we always at the end of the year have fruit inspection time. <laughs> you know, let's check out our fruit. Jesus said, I've called My you to, to bear fruit. Yes. Uh, and so we, we look back and say, how did we spend 2021? How did we spend January, February? How, and we just finished December. How did we spend December of 2021, because we can't ever get that back. That, that's gone. That's and, you know, we, we gave so much money of away last month uh, to orphans, as we do every yes. year at Christmas time. What and a we'll joy. have a full report on that shortly as the pictures come in and, the, the, we, we, you know, just get it all put together. We'll make a nice brochure and send it to our partners and help That's us. That's right. We had the best year ever. Best year uh, ever. And, Even and better last, than last year. Last year was the best last year, year we'd ever had. Best year we'd and ever it was had. in the middle of a pandemic. And then this <laughs> year is even better than last year. And it's in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So we appreciate our faithful, faithful partners. Boy, but but that's we, the we, truth. We, we look back and say, did we make heaven happy in 2021? Right. Did we make them happy, happy in, in, in March of that year, of, right. of, of June of that year? Last year, in, in December, did we, did we make heaven rejoice and, and happy? And now here we are with a new checkbook of 12 checks. And so God's going <laughs> to be amazing. watching this year how Start over we again. spend it, what we do with what we right, have. Right. And we watch over that closely. What, how did we? How are we going to spend this month? What are right. we going to do this month? What are we going to do for the glory of God? What yes. are we going to do to make heaven happy? Right. What are we going to do to make heaven rejoice? Right. What are we going to do to to pluck people from hell, you know, and to populate heaven <laughs> in empty hell? And, uh, you know, I've said for a lot of times mm. over the years that, that if, a, if a person – if a person knew five minutes after yes, they died, yes, I love that statement. If a person knew five, if a person knew five minutes before they died, right? What they learned five minutes after they die, well, then heaven would be full and hell would be empty. Isn't my, that amazing? Yeah. If we just no, knew, that's you know. that's both profound and frightful. No, because you know. we as Christians have got to learn how to be. What we've become. That's right. To be what you've become. You know, the first time that hit me was when, when Jackie and I got married back in 1969 in Midland, Texas. And we stood in our church and she's got her white dress on and her flowers. And I've got my uh, suit on and, you know, holding her hand. And, and we're looking at our pastor and our pastor's got and all these folks are out there. And so the pastor looks at us and says, uh, you know, will you take this woman and will you take this man and so on and so on and so on. And I pronounce you husband and wife. And the instant the pastor said, I pronounce you, yeah. I thought to myself, I'm standing there holding Jackie's hand, looking at my pastor, and I thought to myself, I have just become a husband. Mm -hmm. I don't feel any more like a husband. <laughs> I don't look any more like a husband. Right, I don't right. smell any more like a husband. Right. But I am, in fact, 
a husband. I have become a husband. And then I said, Lord, well, I don't have a clue how to be one. I don't have a clue how to be what I've just become. Mm. But I'm going to get in your word. I, I promise you, I vow to you, I'm going to get in your word right. and find out how to be a husband. And then three years later, I was in the military and uh, uh, the, the, the military hospital, Jackie had our first baby and, and right. those doctors handed me that baby. <laughs> who's now 50 years old and said, congratulations, <laughs> you're a father. Yeah. Right. And I went through the same thing, Renee. I thought, oh, my God, I have become a father. Mm -hmm. I am a father. I have become a father, but I don't have a clue how to be one. And, Lord, I promise you, I'm going to get I in your word all of us and I'm going to find things. out how to be right. a father, right. find out how to be what I have become. Sure. And, and it's the same way in, in Christianity, Renee. We, we preachers, we preach, we give an altar call. We say, hey, if you're listening out there and you don't know where you died, to, if you died today, you don't know where you'd spend eternity in heaven or hell. And uh, if you want to make sure then you can just pray this prayer with me. And, and we lead them in this prayer. And uh, we say, say these words, just like my pastor at our marriage said, say these words. Right. And right. so they say these words. And we say, now you're you're a Christian. You're born again. Just like the pastor says, you're a husband. You're married. <laughs> and are you a father? You've yes. got a baby. Yes. And, and, and yet that person that raised their hand and prayed that sinner's prayer, they've become, they literally have become a Christian. They That's really right. are born again. That's right. But they don't have Absolutely. a clue. They don't have a clue right. how to be what they've become. Mm -mm. And I've got an old series, old series on how on, on be what you've become, because there, there's there, there's a thing of learning how to be a Christian. Right. You know, when you're in a, in a great, huge crusade in Boy, there India, sure is. decades ago, this crusade in India, uh, tens of thousands, I think it's like 100,000 people in the crowd. And uh, this older gentleman, older gentleman came up to me. And had his whole family with him, had his wife, had his kids, had his grandkids. And he said to me, he said, Reverend Terry, he said, we've been here all week and we, we've prayed the prayer with you. We're born again. We've accepted Jesus as our Savior. Hallelujah. We have become Christians. He said, now tell us. What do Christians do? Because <laughs> we'll do goodness. what you tell us. My and I thought, goodness. oh my my, what an opportunity! I wish I wish Christians in the states had asked me that yeah. question. Because and I and I wrote out this whole thing for them. I think right. I wrote seven seven things to do after salvation. And oh, I said, Terry. okay, you need to be water baptized, and here's so here's helpful. why. You need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and right. pray in tongues. Right. Here's why. Uh, you need a Bible. You've got to have the Word of God. Here's why. You've got to go to a Bible uh, preaching church, a church exactly. that preaches the Bible. Right. And here's why. You know, you've got to win souls and be a soul winner. And here's why. And I mean, I just led them right down this path because they said, "Tell us what a Christian does." We've become a Christian. Now wow. tell us how to be one. Boy, that sure validates the need for pastors and I think and each, each Christian should ask that question of God. Yes. Say, Lord, I've become a Christian. How do I do now, this? Now, now teach me how to yeah. be what I've become. Because some, some husbands and some wives go through the whole rest of their life being a husband. Or being a, a having become a husband right. or having become a wife, they never, never learn how to be one. They're just a lousy husband, that. lousy wife. And that. some mothers and some fathers go through all their life having these children, right. becoming a mother, becoming a father. They have become. Sure. But they don't have a clue how to be a father. They don't have a clue how to be a mother. And so they don't raise their kids right. They 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 just mess up in so many ways because they've they've never ever learned to be what they've become. Well it was such a I mean I, I wholeheartedly see that in and the human race 
just almost straight across the board. Because I know when I got married, I had a great mother. I had great grandparents. I had parents that took me to church. Mm-hmm. My dad worked really hard to support us and take care of us. I mean, we had uh, what you would call an average, loving, American, Christian family, yeah. you know? And yet, you know, within that scope, when I got married, I had all that good example of, of grandparents on both sides mm-hmm. and and great-grandparents and mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. that had been, you know, uh, parents, you know, they had been married a long, long time. They had been parents and they had been church members and faithful all their lives. And yet when I got married, it was like I I didn't have a class to show me how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mm-hmm. have a class to show me how to be a mother. And I just, it was almost like I had, I couldn't figure it out for a long right. time, you right. know, especially the parenting part. And it was such a, I got hold of a little book. In fact, I carry it here in my Bible. I won't, I won't give a commercial on it today, but I am. Um, I'm telling you, I got hold of that Bible, uh, that little book, when my boys were about two and three, or maybe three, almost three and four. And uh, I think either I gave you that book or you gave it to me because we both got a hold of it at the same time. Well, a minister's wife, long all those years ago, ago gave it to me, and and I I devoured it because. This is the thing, Terry. Nobody had ever taught me, if, even after three years of Bible school, Bible college, mm-hmm. paying my way through right. 12 hour right, semesters right, right. for three solid years, 15 hour semesters. I did not know how to take scriptures about children and parenting and, um, marriage and women and men and apply them in an everyday situation. Well, you didn't even know how to believe for a loaf of bread. No, that was it. They I just didn't said, to teach here you I went to Bible college and didn't even know how to believe God for a loaf of bread. And the application of taking the word off those pages, uh, reading it exactly. out loud, putting it in my brain, saying it out of my mouth, and being able to create the atmosphere for faith. Sure. And that's and that's how you have to live a day-to-day life like that. Sure, sure. And sure. God's calling you into that place of, you know, like you said that the the month by month ch- how to spend the check. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just you're just doing a scattershot every day. Well, it, it's like I've said so many hundreds of times in marriage seminars literally around the world mm-hmm. uh where I've taught on marriage is that it, it, and I tell people there no nobody teaches you <laughs> right. how to be a husband or how to be a right, wife. Right. Uh, marriage is the only, just about the only thing on the planet right. that that teenagers go into. Yeah. Some we, goofy kid me, that doesn't know, come here yeah, from sickle, I was 19. decided to get married. Yeah. I was 19 yeah, when you, I got married. You and Jackie and, were 19. Uh, uh, but nobody teaches you that. Mm-mm. And it's, it's the only thing on the planet you go into without on-the-job training yeah. or instruction. <laughs> I mean, if you go to work at Burger King or McDonald's, they train you. Right. If you're going to be a secretary, they train you. If you're going to work on a computer, they train you. If you're going to, back in the old days, if you're going to do a typewriter, they train. It doesn't matter what you do in life. They give you a training course, maybe books, tapes, personal instruction, and give you a period of training before you actually do that job, before you actually become, (laughs) be what you become. Uh, and, And yet marriage... Two little old teenagers walk down the front to the pastor, or maybe they just go to the courthouse to the justice of the peace, and and the pastor of the justice of the peace says, "You want them? You want them? You got them? You're married." <laughs> and they go away 
with a license now, right. a license to kill each other with the cruelest weapon of all, the tongue. The tongue. Uh, they, they go away not knowing, not having a clue how to be a wife, not having a right. clue how to be a husband. And then they then they have a baby. And that's worse because they really don't know how have a clue. And so they, they learn marriage from their goofy friends who don't know any more than they do. And, and they had, learn being a parent yeah. from their goofy friends who know, don't know more than they right. do. And uh, you and I've talked about our own kids. It's like it's like you know they're they're learning parenting just and nowadays they're learning it from Facebook from what their friend did <laughs> instead of going to the word and say how do I raise this child right, how right. do I how do I discipline them how do right. I correct them how do I train them how do I teach them uh, to be a Christian a godly man or woman instead of just right. have it's kind of when Jackie wrote that book Supernatural Childbirth uh, we talked about how that that women get pregnant and have a baby and they just listen to all the gossip. And they listen yeah. to what grandma said and what mama yeah, said and what their friends said. And the friends and the mama and the grandma and the said, oh, it's horrible, it's terrible, <laughs> it's pain, it's this, it's awful. Yeah. You feel like you're going to die. And yet we found scriptures in the Word of God said it wasn't that way at all. And so Jackie had our babies supernatural. She had them with no pain, with no right. stitches, with no anesthetic, with no tearing. And uh, uh, the doctors and nurses were amazed. And, and you know she'd have him. I mean, Paul David weighed ten pounds. She had him in twenty minutes with well, no pain, no anesthetic, no. Because we found had she listened to her mother and grandmother and and my mother right, and grandmother right. and everybody and their friends, they'd have told her how horrible it was. But we went to the Word and said, "Hey, you know what? God God invented this. He knows what He's doing." So it, it, it's 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 vital that we learn to be what we've become. That's right. And I think in twenty. 22, the church has a greater responsibility than we've ever had before. If you've had a good home life where you could learn from your parents and you had good Sunday school teachers and people in your uh, other, you know, family members that you could follow, you know, like Paul said, follow, follow me, follow, as I follow me, Christ. Uh, th then you know how to manage your life, manage your tongue, manage your thinking, manage your uh, actions and your setting goal setting and then the maturity level at which you function has to be learned from the word of God because no, it is not natural to it, the lust of the flesh to live like this. And you know, the end of the world is coming. Yeah. I mean, people have talked about it all their Hello. lives, but it, it's yeah. actually, we're, we're actually getting we're close. We're pretty much there. And yeah. uh, the Bible says, follow those who through faith and faith patience. Faith and patience. Who through faith and patience have right. already been there, done that. Yeah, it's kind of like through many dangers. Follow those who through many dangers, toils, and snares Absolutely. have already come. That way you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You don't have to make Saves mistakes. Saves you a lot of time. You don't have to make the mistakes they made. That's why you ought to watch this program. You, know, you don't have to make the mistakes <laughs> we made. We've learned a few Boy, things in all these years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I tell people we've been married 95 years because you and Dean were married 44. Right. Jackie and I were married 44. That's 88. And then you and I have been married seven. That's 95. So we, right. we've been married a long time. And so we, we've yes, learned we over the decades, <laughs> you yeah. know, what no, not to do right. and what to do. But uh, it's a different world. The end of the world is. is coming. It is. I mean, I'm not giving you a date, but uh, Charles Capps used to say, don't buy any green bananas or <laughs> you know, don't buy any ripe bananas. You'd say, yeah. uh, but but <laughs> we word people have got to figure out how to live in, in these last days. Well, and, and I think the concept that we talked about earlier on the program today is you're spending a check you're writing a check that you can't get back right and you're going to have to manage that in a way that is so careful so holy so 
respectable and valued that it's, you know, you have to say, well, it's only my life, you know, it's my life. And so we want to encourage you in that today, love you into the will of God, help you and encourage you and comfort you and let you know that always at every turn, the word of God says that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. I read Terry's stories about being ended up being in Mexico, being shot at by robbers. Eating up the stories that he would tell of his missions and ministry, and it would build my faith.